In this week's parsha, we read about the tragic deaths of Nadav and Avihu. And the reason the Torah gives for their untimely demise is because they offered Eshzara, a foreign fire. And according to one opinion, that means they entered the Mishkan while intoxicated. And the question is, why is this called Eshzara? And generally, what is the Torah's perspective on alcohol consumption? If you think about it, wine is the ultimate paradox. On one hand, we use wine for Kiddush on Shabbos and Yontav, and in many other mitzvahs, we are obligated to drink wine. We celebrate a bris or a chuppah or pidyan aben with wine. And of course, we drink four cups of wine at the Seder. Every carbon offered in the Beis HaMikdash was accompanied by a wine libation. Chazal even coined a special bracha to be recited exclusively on wine. David HaMelech said, Wine gladdens one's heart. On the other hand, the pitfalls of wine are well documented. Noyach, who speared the human race with his righteousness, was disgraced by excessive wine consumption. And in this week's Parsha, we find where Nadav and Avihu, the sons of Aharon, entered the Mishkan while drunk and were immediately consumed by a fire that emanated from heavens. So what is wine? Is it a sacred beverage with immense powers reserved for holy and special occasions? Or is it so destructive that it has the power to humiliate great people, a beverage to be avoided at all costs? So there's a fascinating idea from Abdesler, and he quotes the Grah. The Grah explains the uniqueness of wine. He says, wine is the only item that exists that bridges the spiritual world and the physical world. Everything we hold sacred or spiritual, the older it gets, the more valuable, the more precious it becomes. For example, our Rabbanim, the older they are, the more renowned and the more reverence we have for them. Tanaim have more influence than Amaram. Rishoinim are held in higher esteem than Achroinim, and so on. However, materialistic matter, anything physical in nature, as it ages, it decays and deteriorates, and thus diminishes in value. But there's one notable exception, and that is wine. Although it's a physical substance, it obeys the rules of the spiritual. Wine, as it ages, it becomes more valuable. Says Rav Dessler, Every time we transition from something physical to something holy, we use wine as a liaison, an intermediary, and a link to elevate the chayl, the ordinary and the mundane, to a state of kaidish, to a state of holiness. For example, by bris mila, when we are about to enter this little boy, Tachas we mark this momentous event with a cup of wine. When two people get married, the most transformative of all human experiences, when husband and wife are about to enter into a state of Kedushan, there's a cup of wine accompanying the ceremony. When the week transcends from the holiness of Shabbos, when we transition from the six days of Choyl to the holy day of Shabbos, we sanctify that moment with a cup of wine. So why do we use wine specifically to make that transition? Because wine is a physical substance with spiritual qualities. Therefore, wine is the avenue to accessing the spiritual world. So is wine beneficial and sacred, or is it detrimental and destructive? And the answer is that it has the power to be both. Chazal tell us the Eitz Hadas, the tree of knowledge, was a grapevine. And the Torah calls the Eitz Hadas Yodeya Toivera, as being good and bad. So when wine is used correctly, it's transcendent. 
However, when used incorrectly, it can be destructive and addictive. Wine has this dichotomy where it oscillates between the physical and the spiritual. Thus, the paradox of wine. Wine has tremendous potential when utilized properly and disastrous results if misused and abused. The Gemara says in Sechtes Brachas that Basil says on Friday night we should first make the bracha on the wine and only then say the bracha Makadesh HaShabbos. And the idea is because it's the wine that relaxes our inhibitions and it then inspires us to do mitzvahs with much passion and enthusiasm. Nadav and Avihu wanted to tap into the power and to the energies of wine to inspire them to do the avoida in the Mishkan. But Hashem told them, that is Eshzara. When it pertains to the avoida in the Mishkan, the fire must come within. You can't rely on a foreign fire. You can't use wine to motivate you to do the avoida. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.